0: This month is a bit of a special because something happened. So I went on holiday um, to the Isle of Wight, which if you don't know what the Isle of Wight is, it's effectively a county in the UK that detached itself from the rest of the country. But while I was there, two things happened. The first being an old lady farted on the back of my head. <laughs> and But the second was on the drive home, me and my wife, you know when you're like bored driving you just start talking nonsense. And we played a little game of so you know how like there's musicals of everything now musical adaptations of like queen mean girls uh shrek all this stuff we started thinking playing a game of like let's pick a film and see if we can come up with what the the songs would be if it was a musical about it and the film that we picked was jurassic park and it was an absolute goldmine of like uh ideas for tracks because there's so many like famous lines in it. So it was just yeah. And so we came up with Yeah, so many catchphrases, so many lines, so much quotable stuff in it. And so I got home and then got a bit carried away <laughs> and
1: started making <laughs> songs
0: for Jurassic Park the musical. And so I wanted to basically pitch it to you guys today.
1: This I, is it. I I
2: am so unbelievably excited about this. It's... Are you asking us for seed money?
0: Yes, basically I'm after a few million uh to, to put on this show. Probably not in the West End. Maybe in a, Off
2: Broadway.
0: No, may maybe in like Shepton Mallet or something like that. We'll start off small. I haven't got an entire musical, so we're not gonna be here for like three hours. Um but I've got like ideas for what the songs would be. So I'm gonna kinda of talk you through the story of Jurassic Park that we all know and love. Um and show you clips. Um and I'm after I guess feedback um more ideas maybe for what the track should be and it'd be interesting to know who you think would play each role I think who should we get in for the singers because like I'm singing on all of these right and I know I'm not a good singer it's so it's just there as a, as a as an example okay and the other problem is I can't do an American accent so I needed to do accents so everybody is kind of Got a regional British accent in
1: this version of Jurassic Park. (laughs) What, like like a northern? Northern, (laughs) (laughs) Bristolian.
0: Yeah, it's northern, Bristolian, and then just like posh British. (laughs) This story begins at an ancient time. Long forgotten, 1993. <laughs> the bafflingly minted Richard Hammond is opening a dinosaur-themed resort and has brought along paleontologists Ali Ellie Ellie Sattler and Dr. Grant, as well as his grandchildren and Jeff Goldblum. And that's the thing to point out in this. In this version, uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm isn't in this version of Jurassic Park, but Jeff Goldblum is. <laughs> so his character is just Jeff Goldblum. Uh, and I'm not... He's he's not going to be played by Jeff Goldblum. I think he's going to be played by some fat white guy. Les Dennis. Yeah, and nobody really knows why he's there. Um, <clears throat> so we all know the story. So we gather, he takes all the people to the park. And our first song occurs just as John Hammond is showing his guests around. Um, And he... Do you remember the investor guy? What was his name? Gennaro.
1: Donald Gennaro. He's the lawyer um representing yes, investors. Yes,
0: exactly. He's the representative. And he's worried about how much is being spent uh, on the park, but John Hammond is excitedly showing his guests all the features uh, of it, and as he starts showing around, he starts dancing about a bit and then this song plays
1: Absolutely spectacular design,
3: spared no expense Top of the line, spared no expense This is a nice cheap, we spared no expense That big gate on look cheap, well we spared no expense I know we spent no expense Yes, we spent a shitload of cash A marble floor in every room Oh, well, we spent no expense Is that Jeff Goldblum? Oh, we spent no expense I know we spent no expense On reflection, it was poor fiscal management And now I think about it Could you spare me a tenner for lunch? I'm a little bit low. Spared no expense. The top of the line. Spared no expense. Now, Mr. Armand,
0: we need to know exactly what is the figure you've actually spent? The investors want to know. What is it?
3: Exorbitant. Extravagant. Let's buy some more stuff. Christ, Hammond, know your fucking can't. It's dizzying. How much we spent? Yes, this place is the balls. We've really spared no expense.
1: Really spectacular. Spared no expense. It's it's a it's a big high energy big brass band opener, isn't it? That I can see the dancing yeah the dancing money all over the place. It's
2: when you see everyone um for the first time on stage. Have you ever been to like a proper Broadway musical in the the opening number is always pretty Yeah. Pretty big. You get goosebumps, everyone's mm. excited. Yeah.
0: So who do we think is gonna play uh Hammond?
2: I think Richard Hammond. Uh- <laughs>
0: Off of the top gears.
2: Off the top gear.
1: <laughs> well, I I'm not sure about Richard Hammond, but I'm pretty sure Janeiro uh should be played by Johnny Vegas. <laughs> Johnny Vegas <Vic. laughs> Is that based entirely yeah. on the voice? Based entirely on the voice, yes.
0: So I I don't know, like in my head, maybe a bit a slightly younger Brian Blessed could have been a good Hammond for Jurassic Park the musical. Yes. Slightly younger. <laughs> Yeah, it might be a bit too crazy. But then, I think in Sam this, I'd no, like it's, the it's... Hammond to be even more irresponsible than he was in the film.
2: For some reason, mm. I can just... um. What's the name of the main guy? I've forgotten his name. Dr. Grant. Dr. Grant. Sam Neill. Sam Neill. Sam Neill, yeah. I'm thinking Rob Brydon. Rob Brydon? Rob, <laughs> Rob Brydon? Yeah. He can sing. He can sing.
0: He's got some Welsh pipes, is not he?
1: Yeah. Actually, you know what? Yeah, Brydon, I can see that. I can yeah. see him... I can see him shouting about Spain,
0: no expense. Okay, That's good. I love that. Yeah. Well, th- so what? Well, well, Rob Brydon plays Doctor Grant, and Doctor Grant sings the next song. So, the, okay. so what happens next is we've looked around the park. You know, they've seen all the cool stuff. Now they're driving out into the safari area, and this is the iconic scene where they see the dinosaurs for the first time. Um, but the important thing to remember is uh, Doctor Grant sees the dinosaurs, and Jeff Goldblum sees the dinosaurs, but. Ellie Sattler is too busy looking at a leaf. Do you remember? She just is so interested in a big fat leaf that she doesn't notice a great big fucking dinosaur. In <laughs> she's, a, she's,
1: she's amazed at the prehistoric uh, fauna yeah, and flora. exactly,
0: because yeah. that's her expertise. Okay, so as they drive up and you see the dinosaurs, this song plays. And the thing to remember is this is probably some of the cleverest lyrics.
3: There's a dinosaur, there's a dinosaur, and it's standing over. There. There's a dinosaur, look a the dinosaur, and it's standing
0: over. Why well, are you looking at Leaf? There's a dinosaur over there. Even Jeff Goldblum's
3: looking. <laughs> <laughs> what's that laughing oh, what was that little
0: So that so I think Jeff Goldblum's not gonna have any lines, he's just gonna do that laugh. That's the laugh he does in the helicopter. Is that actually the laugh? Yeah, that's the laugh. And that you should go online if you type if you do Jeff Goldblum Jurassic Park Laugh Remix, some guys made an entire trap track. It's amazing.
1: Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like Nigel Thornbury. You know what's amazing about that that last track? It's the fact. It's the fact that it doesn't matter what you put over it. That that John Williams score is just like fucking amazing. Yeah. It? Like se- like seriously like anyone can sing any old shit over it. it <laughs> sounds... Well,
0: so so this is the thing. This this is the one that uh, launched the musical because, <clears throat> and writing credits has to go to Hannah really because this was we just sing that all the time. You know when like you get a song and you just put lyrics to it. Yeah. Um. and we sing that all the time to the point that we were on holiday with my sister-in-law's kids and they started singing that now. <laughs> <laughs> Annoying the shit out of everybody. But you're right Rob, it's great you could just take any John Williams track and make up lyrics over it and it'd be amazing
2: I do think yeah. that's going to be another milli I think that's going to be another million dollars that you're going to uh, have to drop. Just for that Just for that yeah. bit. But I think it's important I think you have to, you need that
0: You have to have that track, you can't not have it's it It's not
2: just a part with that.
0: You know I say you can do that with a lot of John Williams tracks but Probably not the Schindler's List. No. So Doctor Grant went from kind of posh to northern. <laughs> he turned into Peter K. Peter K. For Doctor Grant. Any other kind of thoughts or comments about that one, or do you want me to move on to
2: the next? No, one? I'm just thinking. So far, we've got Peter K. and Rob Bryden. Yeah. And Johnny Vegas.
0: Right. Moving on. So once they see the dinosaurs, anybody remember what the line is?
1: Uh, let me show you some more or something like that. Let me let me show you the rest or something.
0: He said, Doctor Grant says, "How did you do it?" And John Hammond, without breaking eye contact with the dinosaur, says, I'll show you. Yeah, so that's it. So he takes them into the, the centre of the park to explain to them how they make dinosaurs. And he sits them on a ride. And that's where we meet Mr. DNA. And so now the next song is, is the musical version of that video. Do you remember that video, the animation of Mr. DNA of how the, you know, mosquitoes getting sucked in sap, turning into amber and drilling and all that yes. stuff?
2: Yes. <clears throat> Probably and one Mr. of the D- only parts I remember of Jurassic Park, because I haven't seen it in two decades. You haven't seen Jurassic Park in 20 Come years? Come on. Yeah. But the cartoon, I remember.
0: Yeah. And he had a very distinctive accent,
2: didn't
0: he? hmm so That's how he used to say it. Ah. And it was a very distinctive accent that I could not do. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to do a distinctive <laughs> accent, but it's a slightly different one. So this one... It's Mr. DNA. Alright,
3: I'm Mr. DNA, and I'm here to tell you the totally believable reason why we've got dinosaurs in this park. Hold on to your balls. Would it be totally plausible if I told you the cause of all this was the blood of a dinosaur we found in a bug that died a hundred million years ago? The fossilized sap of a tree, drilled in and got what we need. Clone all the dinosaurs and fill this park for girls and boys to see. But when we got the DNA, lots of it was gone. So we used a frog, because that's totally how cloning's done. It's not very plausible, there's loads of plot holes. But there wouldn't be a story at all if we didn't have dinosaurs. So,
1: so give me a break, boy. right? I'm concerned by that track, because... Um, it's suggesting that there are plot holes in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> It's suggesting that the science is
2: flawed when yeah. it's, we all know it's uh, absolutely flawless. Yes, sucking like blood out of a mosquito that's stuck in amber makes a lot of sense.
0: The reason I did this track was because there are so many videos on YouTube in doing the research for this of going, 20 things wrong with Jurassic Park or the shit you believe about Jurassic Park. And I'm like, I watched them and I'm like, yeah, that's fine, but it's it, <laughs> they needed to explain dinosaurs somehow, right? Yeah. They need, uh, And I thought it was good enough. Like, when I was a kid, actually, I, it sounded so logical to me. Yeah, I was it sounded like,
2: plausible. It's like, yeah,
0: yeah, oh, this could happen. Are we going to get to have dinosaurs? Like, you totally believed it. But if you listen to the end of the song... It's it's about saying you know oh yeah it doesn't sound plausible but the end of it is uh, there's loads of plot holes but there wouldn't be there wouldn't be a story without dinosaurs so give me a break that's that's how the that's the end so the point is that it's like yeah it's fucking ridiculous but it's a fucking cool film and you wouldn't have the cool film without this nonsense so just accept it
1: yeah well I think
2: we all need flights of fancy don't we suspension of disbelief so exactly. Who would play uh, Mr DNA? Stephen. Merchant. So I reckon
0: Stephen Merchant because he's quite bandy, like Mr DNA.
2: And he's a big star now, isn't he? He was. He was in uh, Logan. Was he?
0: Yeah. What, mm. did he, what did he play in Logan? Was he He
2: Played an albino bald man who uh, could smell Newton. He was. Uh, he was the same character that was in
1: uh, X Men Apocalypse as, as a different actor, wasn't he? He had weird bald man, big playing. blue eyes.
0: So Stephen Merchant played a tall, pale, weird-looking fella. least he's not being typecast right
2: (laughs) no not at all he's got a huge range
0: he's a bristol boy born and bred
2: he's a bristol boy it's almost as good as steve's american accent (laughs) (laughs) yeah cool
1: so what's up next okay
0: so just as all things getting excited we've had a lot of quite upbeat uh and happy songs but now things have gone a bit shit the power's down that fat guy
1: Dennis Nedry,
0: has stolen some, some embryos and for some reason shut down the park blocking his way to the the ship that was leaving in five minutes um, but that's fine um, and everything's gone tits up dinosaurs are running amok the T-Rex has got out uh, Dr Grant and the grandkids are lost in the woods Gennaro's been eaten by a T-Rex they've just saved Jeff Goldblum and they, they've driven off in the jeep and just narrowly escaped.
2: A lot's happened in the in between Mr. DNA and yeah, this Yeah,
0: well, we haven't got all day. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not a machine, Luke. <laughs> I'm not a machine. <laughs> like, literally, I started doing this two weeks ago and I just smashed all this shit out. It's ridiculous. Um, but basically, what I wanted to do, so we fast forward to when it's all gone tits up, but what I wanted to do was give the dinosaurs a bit of a voice in this, and actually, and start to get into the head of what it would be like to be a Tyrannosaurus Rex brought back from extinction, okay, um and so we've just got a short clip from this one um so the the jeep has got away from the T-rex, and you know when it screams just when it can't get past the tree the, the jeep screams no no, no right, okay so let's let's bit again, so they've just saved Jeff Goldblum got in a jeep. Uh, Muldoon, the kind of hunted gamekeeper has just driven them away the the T-Rex is chasing them down but they drive under a fallen tree and the T-Rex can't get to them and in the film the T-Rex does that iconic scream but instead of doing
3: the uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Luke wins, T-Rex but instead of doing that it just sort of wanders off and has a reflective sing-song
3: could ever know the struggle of having tiny arms. All I ever wanted was a cuddle from one of you stupid humans. Mm. But all of it is ran away.
2: I love the juxtaposition between the uh, lyrics and the quite sinister chords. They very much represented
1: each step of his massive foot, don't they?
0: So, but this is the thing: uh, I am a male man, and Are you? yeah, but the T Rex is a lady, so we would need a lady to play this part.
2: Brienne of Tarth.
0: Brienne uh, of Tarth. I
2: literally, just thought that I was well, like, do you know what?
0: Do you know what I was thinking? Was uh, Barbara Streisand?
1: <laughs>
2: she's been in musicals. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah.
0: She's she's massive, and she's been around for ages. So she's
2: perfect. Oh, I, I thought you meant physically massive.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's yeah.
2: Although <laughs> she did play a similar character in uh, one of the first episodes of South Park. She did. She did. Although so, I don't no, think she played.
0: That. that wasn't her, though, was it? So this is the thing now, right? This. <laughs> what uh, what do we think? the dinosaur should look like. Because you can get those really cool suits, can't you? Where you stand in the legs and it's like an animatronic T-Rex.
2: Oh, so when you said that, I thought you meant the ones that do parkour online, the little inflatable ones.
0: Yeah, so so you could have that. I kind of think I would just want her in a green T-shirt with a really shit hat on.
2: And tiny Uh, arms.
0: Yeah. Maybe stitch some tiny arms on her tits and she can tuck her real arms behind her back.
2: Yeah. Or do that thing Sorry, where just, you pull your arms into your T-shirt so just your hands are sticking at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, definitely that. <laughs> yeah,
1: because part of me wants,
0: <laughs> if I was going to do this, part of me would want to make the production value purposely a bit shit. Because I went, so me, I went on honeymoon in Mexico years ago and we were in this resort and um, it was beautiful, you know, like white sand beaches, like really nice food. Um, but then one evening they had like entertainment on and we we sat down, like, amongst all these tables in front of this big stage. Um, and they put a show on and we realised, actually, we might have been in Mexican Butlins. <laughs> <is> <laughs> it was slightly odd. But anyway, they put on um, The Lion King, right? They put on a show of The Lion King. And they did the the singing. Um, there wasn't an orchestra. They just played sort of the backing music. <laughs> the costumes <laughs> were really budget. Like, it was just, like, uh, yellow T-shirts and then, like, a little headdress for, for the Lions. But to try and compensate for it, as they were singing the songs, they projected photos of the West End
3: show
0: <laughs> on the wall. <laughs> to be like, Excellent. this is, this is what, what it should have been like, uh, so you can tell who's, who's who and connect the dots. But there was just something delightful in, like, the shitness of it. Yeah. So I think I might want to do that. Right. Guys ready to move on? So this next one uh, needs a bit of an explanation, like like all the best jokes uh, in the world to do. Do either of you guys know who Phil Tippett is?
1: Yes, he's the uh, dinosaur supervisor, isn't
0: he? He became famous when somebody posted, I think it was a Tumblr post or something, somebody posted that screenshot and started having a go at him for letting all the dinosaurs out, basically, doing a shit job. So the idea with this, right, everything's gone to shit, Muldoon has got back to the main uh I don't know what we call it, control center with Jeff Goldblum, uh Dr. Grant's still out in the in the park with the grandkids, um, John Hammond's there, Samuel L. Jackson's there. Um, and they all start arguing about whose fault it is. So before they start to fix the problem, they they are arguing again and again and again and again, you know, throwing blame around, oh well you should have had more security checks, you should have kept an eye on your station, you know, the argument's building and building and building. And they're trying to determine who's, who's responsible for this and whose job is it to make sure this is. So the idea is, this isn't going to translate well to me explaining it, but the idea is they basically go, okay, well, let's check the tape. And they find the original cassette tape of uh, Jurassic Park and put it in and fast-forward through the credits.
3: A field tippet, tippet dinosaur supervisor <laughs> You have only had one job Field mm, tippet was supposed to provide <laughs> With oversight of those dinosaurs. Build tip it, build tip it, tip it, tip it, build tip it, All the dinosaurs gotta wear. So what you gonna do about it? Round the dinosaurs. Build
0: tip it, tip it, get on your organ and rip it.
3: A rip it up, build tip
0: Trying to fucking guilt trip it, put down the coffee sucker, don't sip it. Grab the poppin' by the mud and we'll try to nip it. Need equipment, then equip it. It's an opportunity to show some leadership. Right of the dinosaur. Come on, whip it. Or we'll butt fucking have to abandon ship it. they uh, tip it trippin'
3: trippin' tilt it. tip it trippin' trippin', Dinosaur supervisor You only have one job. Oh why you trippin', fill, tip it, tippin' it, why you are trippin', trippin', fell-tipp it, fell it, why you're trippin', trippin', tail, tip I think that Amazing. might be your
2: um, your best
1: song so far. I think that, <laughs> that might be the greatest thing uh, you've ever you've ever produced. Why why <laughs> why why aren't you making money out of this?
0: Do you know what would make this a success for me is if I got a cease and desist order
2: from
1: Universal Studios. <laughs> That's what I'm
0: hoping. Yeah, I'd lo- I'd, that would be framed <laughs> up on my wall. I think I got a bit carried away with that one.
1: No, I think you need more. More <laughs> of it. More of everything. More of the brass, more of the, the, more of the cymbal clashes. Yeah. More of everything.
0: It'd be one of those tracks where you just go, it just goes and the band can just have fun. And like, everyone takes it in turns in doing a solo. Uh, mm. Yeah. So next we're going to have a bit of a change of pace. Uh, every um, musical should have some form of ballad. You know, something. Sort of solo ballad. So now that they've decided who to blame, Phil Tippett, now it's time to solve the problem. Um, And what they've decided they need to do to get the security systems back online is reset the main breaker. And Simon L. Jackson went to do it, but he's gone quiet. So Ellie and Muldoon uh, go to see if he's okay. Do you guys remember who Muldoon is?
1: Yeah, of course. Clever girl.
0: Shoot her. Shoot her. Yeah, that one. So they've Um, gone... And they're just about to get to the, the electrical unit bit And Muldoon senses something With his special gamekeeper sen- senses So he sends Ellie in And sneaks off And he spots a raptor in the distance And so he creeps up on it Very slowly with his special hunter skills And just as he's about to get the drop on it He realises there's two more raptors either side of him And they've got the drop on him And then what does he say Rob?
1: Clever girl. Yes,
0: but instead of that, the lights go black and a spotlight comes down on Muldoon. He takes off his hat and turns to the audience and sings this.
3: I've been a hunter most my life Since I was seven years and a day But as soon as I looked in your eyes I knew that I'd become the prey I tried to sneak up on a raptor But inevitably went to the rapture Cause I didn't think to check the sides of my world So now I've gone and bit it but you know I really mastered me at here You are a clever girl Such a clever girl You should be in the midst of the dinosaurs You should go on mastermind And your subject would be slicing up stupid motherfuckers like me Cause you are a clever girl
1: I'd say, um, the way you've sung it reminds me a lot of uh, Jason Siegel in um, <laughs> Forgetting Sarah. Pa- was it Forgetting Sarah? Yes. Marshall? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was. Do you know what Luke uh, said that to me as well? Like the Vampire, the yeah. Vampire musical. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That that was in my head
1: when I was singing mm. this.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, what about Michael Ball? It sounds a bit Michael Bally.
2: Yeah, I think Michael
1: Ball. Yeah. Michael Ball's a bit of a utility player in this. I reckon he could probably do his hand to any of the uh, any other pieces yeah. be, you know he would be back up for everything yeah
0: the understudy well he was originally my my choice for the t-rex until i realized the t-rex had to be a lady um, but then he's done the gender swapping in in what's that one called hairspray hairspray that's it he's the, he played a woman in that didn't he so if we could dress him up in drag and then put a dinosaur costume on top of that then he could play the t- the T Rex. Why
1: does he need to be in the in a drag costume uh, uh, with a with a dinosaur costume on top of that? Because he's an <laughs> actor. does that make any sense?
3: <laughs>
0: it does, because T Rex is a ladies.
1: Yeah, I know. But,
3: All right. What if what?
0: Okay, okay. What if he wore the the dinosaur costume and then put the drag on top of the dinosaur? Yeah, so that so, that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah. So a T Rex with a beehive and and nails.
2: Yeah. Okay. And lipstick. Absolutely. <laughs> And would the lipstick just be at the front or would it go all around their big mouth? It would
0: just be at the front, like one of those little sort of butterfly shapes on the front. Okay, let's move on. So uh, the main breakers have been switched and Dr. Grant and the grandchildren have got back to the main. They've got back to the main building. Uh, Dr. Grant's off doing something, I think trying to call a helicopter and the grandkids are left uh, eating a buffet. Do you remember that?
2: Yep. With the jelly. Yep. The jelly. With, with the yeah. with the
0: wobbly jelly. I hated that um, scene.
2: Scary, wasn't it? It made me not eat jelly for a long time. <laughs> <'Cause> you, <laughs>
0: just in case a raptor would come. Is that what it, do you think that's what it was? The raptor was just after the jelly.
2: Maybe, cuz I like the yeah. taste of jelly, but seeing jelly used to make me uh used to make me panic, Steve. <laughs>
0: when you're a kid, you're worried about shit like that. Like I remember being scared of sharks even though I didn't live within sort of a 1000 miles of a shark. <laughs> You're just worried one's going to get you one day. Anyway, so Raptors turn up. So the kids hide in the kitchen, right? And so you know it's the whole sneaky bit. They're going to do... That whole scene plays out in a kind of sneaky dance thing. And the next song plays. Now, I've hit, changed... In your file that I've given you, I've changed the name of the song to what it's actually going to be called because that would have given away... Something about okay. it. So the kids are in there uh, in the kitchen, the raptors have followed them in, <clears throat> and this song plays. Um, and see if you can spot there's a very subtle reference to UB40 in this. Track.
2: <laughs> I know what it's going to be already. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready? Yeah.
0: in my kitchen, what am I gonna do? A raptor in my kitchen, what am i am gonna do? A raptor in my kitchen, what am i am gonna do? A raptor in my kitchen, what am i am gonna
3: do? I'm gonna bang on the floor with this big metal spoon. Bang on the floor with this big metal spoon. Hide in the cupboard, that's what I'm gonna do. Hide in the cupboard, that's what I'm gonna do. There's a raptor in my kitchen. Do something, stop your bitching. There's a raptor in my kitchen. Gonna trap one in
0: I I have
1: to I have to say one thing, <laughs> Well, two things. One excellent uh, fake prummy patois accent, um, but also that's the song that uh, I would skip. It's a terrible song and I hate it.
0: <laughs> oh, thanks, Rob. Do you just mean because of the original or because of me?
1: No, no, I well, I hate
2: the original, and I hate that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand who's singing this. Like, is that one of because it's the two kids, right? There's the little boy and the little girl. Yeah, yeah. Who, who is a West Indian?
3: <laughs> well,
2: who's you know it, who's
0: singing this? <laughs> <laughs> it's those kids because, like, I don't know if you were listening, Rob, through your if you could hear. The, the lyrics above the sound of your own hate. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very accurate description of that scene.
1: Oh, yeah, no, it, it's, it's, it's a very literal interpretation. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So I imagine they're, they're, the kids are singing it, but they're going to put on a West Indian accent. But maybe, no, but Luke, maybe you're onto something there. Maybe the grandkids, both the girl and the boy, should be played by two large West Indian men <laughs> in their, in their 30s. And so the next song is, is, the, is the ending song. And, you know, we talked about, um, you know, you have a theme through and there's, like, usually a reprise. Is that the right word? I don't know. I think that's the word I use and I don't really know Reprise.
1: Yeah, reprise, reprise. reprise. Yeah, that's the right that's word.
0: Right. Yeah, John Hammond. They all get in the helicopter and John Hammond reflects on what just happened just as he's about to get in.
3: Sir, so it's time to fly. But we spared no expense. Look at your grandkids' eye.
2: But we spared no expense.
3: John, people died. But we spared no expense. I should have had a backup plan for my electrical fences. And Dr. Grant disapproves of my park. So I think I'll give it a miss. And by the way, grandchildren, don't tell your damn parents about this.
0: And the helicopter rises from the stage and the curtain comes down.
2: Can the uh, curtains then rise up really quick in the Phil Tippett song <laughs> yeah,
0: Yes. And everyone comes out Yeah. that. But the last line of that is don't tell your damn parents about this. Because <laughs> it did suddenly dawn on me when I was like, oh, okay, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, there's no mention of those kids' parents in the entirety of that film. And no, like... You know, like... I, I send my kids down to my my mum's sometimes and I get annoyed if she just feeds them too much sugar. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, Oh, he's go and come and see granddad. Yeah, and he got eaten by a fucking dinosaur mum. Like she, it's just like, yeah. so irresponsible. It's madness. And like nobody kind of references it at all.
2: Nobody speaks about it. So that that's it. Um we've listened to the musical. What's next? Do we do we set up a GoFundMe? <laughs> and ask people to send us millions. I think we should set up a Kickstarter and set the um, the goal as like something ridiculous: two hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> See if they want to fund that would this. Just
0: uh... cover the license.
2: Yeah. I wonder
0: What? What if we just called it Dinosaur Park the Musical? Do you think that would save us some money?
2: <laughs> What's another sort of uh, prehistoric period? Prehistoric Park. Tri- Triassic. Triassic Park the Musical. <laughs>
3: Don't, 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 don't ever, 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 ever do something like
1: that again. Well, I think I think we can all agree that it was quite possibly your best work on this podcast so far, and that's a high bar. You know, you've put out some amazing tracks on so far, but that, you know, the fact that you have put eight 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 pieces of music together um and and liberally stolen from a uh, licensed and copyrighted yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: we gay abandon I think
1: yeah. I think it's uh I think it's worth uh, everyone in the world hearing it how can we make this go viral i think more people need to hear this uh if you if you're listening to this please share it with everyone that you know and uh, uh, make it make it a worldwide smash, a
2: sensation. And I I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, I'm going to find Phil Tippett's agent and send him send him a link to it because I think based on nothing, I think Phil Tippett will love this.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. It was thank you too much fun making that and came a li- Hannah yeah it came a little bit too easy I think
2: Steve um sincerely thank you for writing and sharing this with us uh where can we find you where can people um send you thank you messages uh
0: on my twitter on steve underscore cable and i think i'll post the tracks on my or i'll post the album on my soundcloud while soundcloud's still going which is chakone c-h-a-k-o-n-e
2: awesome and uh i'm luke jones you can find me on twitter at luke jones
1: uh and uh i am rob uh, uh yeah uh, and you can find me on twitter at uh m-a-t-i-c-h-i-n uh, the i don't know why i always have to spell it out
2: because you've got a ridiculous uh, twitter name yeah what no you... it's a real word and you've got another podcast haven't you that you can plug i do have another podcast i could plug uh
1: uh, yeah, uh, Alien Prison Food, uh, where we talk about social anxiety and weird food. And uh, yeah, check me out there at a Alien Prison Food on Twitter. Yeah,
2: thank you for listening, folks.
1: A feel
3: tip dinosaur supervisor.
2: You've only had one job. Feel field-tip bit
3: with those two With oversight of those dinosaurs. All
2: the dinosaurs
3: got away So what you gonna do about it? Round the dinosaurs Phil Tippett,
0: Phil Get on your organ and rip it
3: Rip it up, Phil Tippett
0: Trying to fucking trip it, put down the coffee sucker. Don't sip it. Grab the bottle by the hood, and we'll try to nip it. Need equipment? Then equip it. It's an opportunity
3: to show some leadership. Right up the dinosaur. Come on, whip it, or we'll fucking have to abandon ship it. it, it, you Dinosaur supervisor, you only have one job. Oh, why are you tripping Drip it, drip it, why you Why you trippin' trippin' Phil tip it? Fail tip it, why you trippin' trippin' Phil tip it?